0: Sauce Talk is here. We're on a Friday delivering, what I would say, my episode for what has been going on. I hope y'all check me out on the Sports Opinion Log with Lex Anderson talking about week four in the NFL. I try to share as much as uh, uh, the link to his podcast as much to my people so y'all can get to hear me. Um, this week has been something. You know, it has been some things that popped up. Everybody was hoping Russell Wilson was going to play out of his mind last night. That was not the case. Nobody really did. Seven field goals, no touchdowns in an overtime game that the Colts ended up winning. Um, that was something that me and Ish Quay, he was on my guest. He was against guest on my show the last time we talked about, and we was talking about just how these two teams are supposed to be with getting these veteran quarterbacks, and they're flopping. Me and Lex Anderson talked about it on his show, and they're just flopping. I'm still holding hope, though, for Russell Wilson because I don't think that Daniel Hackett can hack it. And I'm, and I'm thinking that, you know, some things with the teammates and stuff like that is already starting to... I I think the media helps a little bit, too. And I think that Russell Wilson's personality gains that attention of jokes and things of that nature of, of how his demeanor his personality, the corniness. And it could just gen- genuinely be him... And people were taking a run with it and left, So when you lose, it gets more piled on, and it and it turns into that. I seriously think that Russell Wilson is a good person. I think he's a class act. I think that he puts on, you know, saying his genuine self. I I, I mean, after losing that game last night, post game, he walks off the podium and he says, Broncos country, let's ride. And it wasn't like he wanted to say it to be like, oh, I got to make sure I stay in character. It was like, that's really him. But he like, damn, that sucked. Because I know he saw after the play that he saw Hamler open. <sighs> I mean, these guys are human beings at the end of the day. In the split second, you missed the guy. Yeah, you missed him. You missed him. Just not as blatant as what you can sit there and be like, we looking at a still picture. And you just, man, I wish I could have that one back. And he makes a sidearm throw to Corlin Sutton. But, you know, we know that Gilmore is the guy. Gilmore can sit there and stop that type of stuff. Gilmore is like, man, come on. What we got here? So, there we have it. On that end. You know, another funny thing that I wanted to talk about is how does... The personality of Russell Wilson comes out to be so he's 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 fake and and stuff like that. And when they were winning, everybody was like, "Oh man, that's just how he is." I promise you I heard it. That was just, "Hey, this is how he is, man. That's how he is." When you' winning, you're good. When you' losing, you're fake. You're corny. You're 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 not genuine. You come off not genuine. That's the that's the thing. What happens whenever you you stop winning? And people all relied on the defense, and I see. Told you it was the defense and stuff like that. That gets said, and then it's like, wow, that's how y'all feel. Melvin Gordon has like five fumbles, and he's like, I swear to God, I think he leads the league in fumbles at the goal line from the past three seasons. You want to go trust him to run it while Richard Sherman's sitting there acting all crazy? Run the ball! Run the ball! Terrible game to watch. Coach come away with Victor. AFC North. Wow. Look at how that's going to turn out. AFC West, we kind of see how that's going to be. We see how that's going to be. But Jesus, man. Like. I just, like, I'm not trying to I'm not trying to 100% defend Russell. I mean, there's there's I mean accountability on the field. There's accountability there. You know, the height is now becoming a problem. He can't roll out and see Hamlin real quick. Or that wasn't where he could have rolled out or kind of did what he do in the pocket, dancing around and stuff like that. He had the time to try to make a throw. But it's, like, one of those things where it's, like, his height came into a problem right there. Maybe he might not have seen it, you know? There was a the gentleman I talked to that, that mentioned that. So, I mean, like, that... You know, it's it's so many things in split of a second at real time. It's like, wow, he, he wanted that courtly sudden end route because you had somebody going out, taking the defense in the direction, but not knowing that, that that slant route could be open because you are taking the defense in that direction. You got to look at that, Russ, and you missed it. You know, it's like I'm not defending him. He missed it. He he missed it, but I it just it's not as blatant as what – people want to want to put it out to us that especially we looking at the steel picture we can look at it and us coming off the couch we'll probably miss it too because then we'll sit there and say like wow if he comes in across the middle of that field right there i'm gonna throw it he just didn't look over there i mean and that's the same spot where he threw the pick in the super bowl maybe he had a mental block on that maybe i'm not gonna look over there somebody gonna be keen on that i don't know just a terrible game to watch the prime games are getting something else man because we got Chicago and Washington next. You know, like, like what are these matchups? I mean, I know Chase Young. I know Justin Fields. I know, I, I but they're not on the, you know, it's a, you got you to gotta hope these guys turn out to be entertaining guys to where we want to build up to watch them and these teams, they do these things and then these schedules get made and people will be like, oh, man, we get Chicago and Washington next. We got Chicago and Washington next, man. Not watching that. I'm not watching a bunch of three and outs and, 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 and watching it sit there. Carson Wentz going to throw a pick in the fourth, and then Chicago going to win 12-7? to I'm not watching it. God, it's sickening. Sickening. Crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. But um, anyway, I do want to mention... Another thing was, uh, uh, like I said, I didn't want to go heavy on the baseball, though I do want to talk about some baseball things. There is. Go out there and fan duel, people. There, there actually is a nice little same-game parlay out there. Um, I I activated my free $5 um, for a bet that I previously did for Thursday night, which I did came away went unsuccessful. I wanted Russ to win. I betted on the Broncos money line. I did a same-game parlay. And comes out I did not get what I wanted. But there is a nice one out there where Julio Rodriguez, George Springer to record a hit, Seattle Mariners, Toronto Blue Jays. That starts at 4 PM. And then we got Jeff McNeil and Juan Soto recording a hit in that same game parlay for the Mets and Padres going on at eight o'clock. I think that's a good little money to make right there. I mean you could probably put five, ten dollars down and you know what I'm saying, make a little little little, little something, some go to five guys. Go to five guys, get a nice little little combo. Why not? Why not? I mean, you know, why not? But now we'll talk about the meat of this podcast. What I want to talk about is Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Draymond Green and Jordan Poole. Everybody know the scene. what happened. We didn't heard what happened. Now we didn't see what happened. Of course, in 2022, we're going to get cameras. We're going to have eyes in the sky. Maybe, maybe we have a good chance of seeing what maybe is going viral over the internet. Because whenever it was brought up, it was like, whoa, it was talked about from midday all the way to the end of the day to where we wake up in the morning with some video. And as that video showed the ending of what was going on and what was being said and things of that nature, what was said is that all summer is that, oh, Jordan Poole has been on a high point of ego, maybe... Winning championship, getting a little money. Is he being a little funny? Somebody's gonna have to break him down. And you know, the leader of the team, the unquestioned leader of the team, Draymond Green, number twenty three. Of the Golden State Warriors, you know, he's the leader of the team. There's no doubt about it. There's no doubt about it, he's the leader of the team. But can I can I mention one one little thing? is that for that leader of the team to maybe to have a little bit, just a little bit of restraint, a little bit of something of like, man, this is a young 23-year-old kid. You can't get emotional to a point to where you would do something, where you would do something at this point, excuse me, guys, where you would do something at this point to where you are compromising something that's going to air out and it's going to be talked about. You remember the Kevin Durant situation. You remember the Steve Kerr situation. You remember these things. So why would you bring this into existence? Once again, before a season starts, you just won a championship. You didn't play particularly well, but your intangibles and your leadership shined. So that was a pass. You can't keep crossing the line, Draymond Green, because your value, your, your value is high. Yes, it's very high. Your value is through the roof with what you do at the highest level. And that's something that a good friend of mine, Sam Jones, has said, you know, a Golden State Warrior fan. He is very high on Draymond Green. He said he would take Draymond Green over Jordan Poole today. But you cannot cross the line like that to compromise the greater good. Because Steph Curry comes out and says, you know what? Jordan Poole didn't do or say anything that warranted that. The real person on the team that's making the most money on the team, the the guy, the MVP, said, man, he shouldn't have did that. Kind of much when when whenever you see when Clay was shaking her head and, and Steph was sitting there trying to calm Draymond down on the KD situation, you see who was in the wrong there. Whenever he went after Kirk, you see who was in the wrong there. God did. That's what the song had to turn down with a little technical difficulty there. But I mean, come on. Draymond Green gotta have a better restraint for situations like that. Yeah, if Jordan Poole's sitting there japping, and he's probably cooking in practice. He hitting some threes. He feeling good. He's a young twenty-three year old kid, man. You, you you literally for no reason at all. You did it all for clout. Yelled you know at Paul Pierce. talking about you trying to be coach, like you ain't. You ain't getting no uh, uh, uh farewell tour. Like that's a champ you was talking to. But the media ate it up because that's what the, this what today's media is gonna do, social media, because it's different from media. You have a social media now, and you got some wicked people out there, man. That's gonna find certain things funny and and things, uh, you know, entertaining and stuff. And that right there was highly entertained. So you have Draymond who feels like, man, look at Mickey, look at me, man. I could, I, but don't be emotional where you can't handle being called. Single digits, you know what I'm saying? Single, double, or a triple tinkle. Like, oh, you go out there and get an eight, eight, and eight, and people gonna love you. It's the great things that Draymond could do, but that is not a great thing if you're gonna sit there and try to snuff at your teammate. At practice, when he is defenseless in a point to where he's like, man, back up, off because people were going to talk about the push. Like Jordan Poole, you push him, you got to expect. But Draymond is like, wait. I mean, but Jordan Poole is like, this guy is walking in my space. He's in my face. I didn't show that type of uh, uh, aggression towards the altercation. Whatever happened through the whole rest of the argument that was not on tape, it didn't seem like in this part of the videotape that Jordan Poole was wanting to fight. Or have any type of... He was in a position where he wasn't even looking at Draymond. Even after he pushed him. And Draymond threw a punch. I just I just wonder what's going to happen after this. What's going to be... What's going to come of this? What is going to be the the, the thing where people are going to be like, Man, like, you see? You see? You see? Is this something that Draymond's going to pass because he's so... Passionate, he's emotional, and, and you know, he's you know, this is the leader of the team. Is he gonna get a pass for this? Because I seen somebody on TikTok, they posted a video of Jordan Poole shooting practice. You know, he was shooting shots after practice, and I was like, Oh man, you know, he, he's unbothered. Like, how do you know he's unbothered? How do you know that? In his mind, he probably bothered as hell, but basketball is a lot of players' peace. Shooting shots is a lot of people. He he he's probably like conflicted as fuck right now. But we're gonna sit there and say he's unbothered. Look at this this social media that I was referring to a couple minutes ago. That's what I'm saying. How do you know that somebody's unbothered? I know his jaw ain't. Jesus Christ, man, that punch was crazy. I mean, it was, it was like I I, I tweeted. I said, man, Draymond and Le'Veon Bell need to fight next. Like that, like Draymond need to put the gloves on and fight Le'Veon Bell because I think Le'Veon can beat your Hall, and I and I think that this whole boxing thing is pretty cool with these basketball players, football players. Put Draymond in there with Le'Veon, man. That'd be fire. But Nick Young was stupid, man. He said, Draymond is like, hey, man, you can't do that to somebody. He said, Draymond ugly, man. Like, he can fight. Like, like. so he said, you think Draymond can fight? Like, anybody ugly like that can fight. <laughs> That's funny, man. That's funny, man. Swaggy P stupid, man. That's just crazy, man. I just can't believe that happens to a championship team like that, man. Like, they win a championship you fall out with Kevin Durant. You win a championship, and now you can fall out with Jordan Poole. It's like you fall out with Steve Kerr. And and what is the end game for it, Draymond? What is your end game? We well, want more minutes. We well, want more respect. We well, want more money. Well, you want, you don't want nobody to say that to you. Some pe- people can say something to you. I'm, I think it's possible. It's unbelievable. Unbelievable. But I pray that, you know what I'm saying, that it is something that's not going to affect the team in a, in a bad way. You know, I, I like I like fair competition. You know, I might be a Laker fan. I just don't want nothing to be like, man, did that, that incident right there just threw off the whole team and stuff like that that had a division or something like that. You don't want that. You just don't want that, man. Not at all. But in Starface, there's this history. We got college football coming up, guys. College football coming up. And you know, I'm going to end it off. I want to say one more thing. I'm going to say one more thing. I'm going to say one more thing. I'm going to end it off on this. Draymond Green, if he did not have that intangibility to a max, to like he's a superstar of doing things at a high level, being highly intangible, in situations where you're like, yes, I want. I want you to be that. You have to understand that with with that, with with having that ability that you are able to get a pass for being passionate and things of that nature, he usually seen it in the finals. We've seen it in the finals where he could have been ejected. He could have been suspended. But we got a pass because we know Draymond Green. But just think if he didn't have that. In the, in the stats, the bark scores that he reports at the games, he'd be out of there. Be out of there immediately. Immediately. At- immediately. He would be gone immediately. So that's, that goes to show you, to what I'm saying, how valuable Draymond Green is. It goes to show you how valuable that man is. He is valuable to that team to where he's not going nowhere. He's not going to get traded. He's going to be there game one. I think him and Jordan Poole uh, eventually will come around. Jordan Poole and him will eventually sit there and shake hands and be like, okay, we got it. Hip I highly believe that. But at this point right now, it's like, whew. It's fireworks, man, and it's going to be talked about for weeks, and you know, coming up before the season, and then hopefully it'll get extinguished, and then they go on with their season. But now, we're going to talk just a quick rundown of what's going down with college football because I know people tomorrow are going to be listening to, to listening to the show. Um, and you know me, always top twenty-five, always trying to find. Either over and over, over unders. If I take money line, I'll let you know. Um, Michigan, Indiana, you know Michigan's been racking up points on these Big Ten teams. The over and under is fifty nine. I think they could put up about 30, 40 points on them. They didn't get to do that against Iowa, but I think I think um, I think that they could do that against Indiana. So I would I would probably do the over on that. i Probably probably mess around with the over on that one. Maybe so. Maybe so. Mississippi State, Arkansas. Man, it's interesting on that to where you might want to take Arkansas on the money line. I would. Arkansas may want to come and play and beat Mississippi State. I would take the money line on that. Seriously, sure, sincerely would. I would take Kansas on the money line. And I would go to take the over as well. They're going to put up some points. I would definitely take the over on that. But TCU's defense might be a little bit better than what I'm talking. Never know. LSU, Tennessee, I would take Tennessee on the money line. I I mean, like, the the way they're playing right now, I would would definitely do that. I would definitely think about taking them on the money line. Over and under 65, I don't know. I would probably stay under on that, honestly. Definitely would price the under. Yeah, Cincinnati, South Florida, I'd probably just stay away from that wholeheartedly. Oklahoma State, Texas Tech. I would definitely take the over on that, 66. Utah, UCLA, I would take the over on that, 64. I'll probably take UCLA on the money line. That's probably a good game. I mean, they're plus, I want to say, UCLA is. They're home. I think they're plus 280 or something. I, I don't want to be, like, you know what I'm saying? I'm not exact, but I know they're plus. I know they're they're, they're definitely, definitely plus. Um, Georgia, Auburn, you know what I'm saying? I'll probably stay away from that. You know, it probably wouldn't go over. And, you know, the cover, you know what I'm saying? I don't know. I don't know. Twenty-nine. Auburn ain't good though. But Auburn can play good against these teams. And you know, when when Georgia goes and plays against freaking Kent State, I think it was, and Kent State kinda kinda did a little something, something, it kinda make you wonder a little bit. Makes you wonder. USC, Washington State, I would take the over on that. Ohio State, Michigan State, I would. I mean, it's around the same. They're both 66-65, both of those games. Y'all yeah, would probably, probably, probably would take the... I would probably take the over on both of those games. I would probably take the over on both of those games, honestly. Yeah, I would. I would. I would. Then you got Kansas State, Iowa State. Interesting game right there. I would take the money line, Kansas State. Now, the points being scored, I mean, it's forty. Uh, it's 45. I would definitely take the over on that. I think both of those teams would, would be up in the 20s. So I would take the over on that. You got Clemson-Boston College. You got Kentucky-South Carolina. You got Wake Forest Army. I would probably stay away from most of those games. But, you know, Clemson-Boston College, you can probably get a nice, you know, I, I probably that probably one game I'd probably go under, honestly. I I mean, like, it's one of those games where it probably be a muggy, stopping, you know, you're thinking that it could be over. But that would be one of my like that could be under South Carolina, Kentucky. That could probably be definitely over. I would take Kentucky on the money line. I would take Alabama on the money line for Texas A and M. Now Texas A and M could feel like we're going against Nick Saban. You know, Jimbo Fisher's been talking shit, but they have not looked all that great to be beating Alabama. But Alabama ain't been looking all that great either. Now let's talk about it. Texas almost had them, and they you know so they had a, they had a, you know they had a couple games had to dig deep. They do got Bryce Young. And Bryce Young, I think, is a little banged up, if I'm not mistaken. But this is a game to where I would say it could, it would, it definitely would go over. I will say it would go over. But out of the money line, I'll probably stay safe and take Alabama on that. North Carolina State, Florida State, the Oregon, Arizona, s 70. That's interesting, the way they play. I would probably take the over on that. That's a toughie, though. That's a toughie. That would, that would definitely – mess up a ticket so i would stay away from that when you see 70 i'm like no but the under is so easy to take but then you take the under the next thing you know the score is 40 to 50 you know what i'm saying you would be like damn they was scored 90 points so you never know you never know what those pac-12 teams the pac-12 games man are, are interesting and so that's the top 25 right there that was one to do for people to like to listen if they want to, you know, hear me on a quick bet, you know what I'm saying, I ain't no, ain't no guru or nothing like that, but I've won, and I've come close many a time, so those are my over and under selections and things of that nature, we're gonna be back to talk about what's going on, what happens after the weekend and stuff like that, and we got building up fights, we got Terrence Carver, I'm still trying to get a perfect boxing episode lined up and everything ready to go, so I hope y'all get ready for that, but I'm going to call this one an episode right now, man. But hopefully that this Warrior situation is going to be, you know, quietly uh, done here soon. Hopefully it's not going to get dragged out. We got, like I said, we got wild card games tonight. I already showed y'all about the same game parlay I did on that. So watch out for those games tonight. We got, um, yeah, I mean, that's, that's it right there, man. Sauce Talk, and I'm dropping the mic. I'm out.